I didn't actually. I, none of my tattoos really hurt me that much. No. I was kind of a bit Where like. Tattoos? On my ribs. Behind my ear. On my arm. Yeah. My armpit hurt. You've got one on your armpit? Well, like, it goes, like, down into Oh, that, yeah. When he went there, I was going, ooh. Yeah, I feel like the worst bit. I don't know. It breaks into your bones. Yeah. Yeah. What was that like behind your ear? Got an arrow, which is um, Sagittarius, because I'm into my my star signs. Don't, I'm embarrassed. But no, I actually do honestly believe in it. Oh, yeah, Pisces. Pisces, really? So, this is episode 11 of Eat With Amy. Welcome. I'm Amy, as you all know, and I am joined with the club cultured boys who are going to introduce themselves. Do you want to go around? Sure. Yeah, go on, you start. My name's Connor. Uh, My name's James. And I'm Harry. Yeah, and how old are you all? I just want to know. I'm being nosy. (laughs) Uh, I'm 25. I'm um, 27. I'm 27 as well. Me and James are oh. born five days apart. Are you? Yeah. Pisces. Pisces. I'm, I'm baby bean. Yes. <laughs> so you must be. What, wait, what? So are you 94 and I'm 94. Oh my god, I'm older than all of you. Oh, I feel weird. I was. Because I'm like. I These mean, two look way older In my head, I'm like. People always think <laughs> I'm like. 10. Legit. People think I'm like. Well, at the stool, especially. Yeah. People are like, oh my god, how are you doing this all? As if I'm like still in school or something. But no, I'm 93, so I'm older, older than all of you. Right. Anyway, moving on. So, you guys have a business as well. Um, So, what is is this business? So, Club Cultured, we are a plant-based mental food business specialising in the production of the best tempeh you can find this side of Indonesia. The best best tempeh? Yeah, well, that's not our our words. (laughs) Someone actually said to us, you know, if Carl's both did tempeh, if you ever get to do a TV advert yeah get that as a quote yeah just copy that but yeah that's it so we started in this back but for us it's more you know the whole reason we chose the name Club Culture wasn't just to be a tempeh business it's more about building a movement around together we thrive whether that's us and the microbes us and our fellow (laughs) humans or us and the planet and the uh, tempeh's our Trojan horse for that. Right, cool. So it's all about all about being in the club, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, before we dive into it properly, mm. because this is meant to be eat with Amy, I just I baked you a cake. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cake. And a bloody good cake it was. So totally it was a gone. lemon and uh, lemon and raspberry, raspberry cake. Yeah. yeah. Rate my cake, people. Rate the cake. Yeah. Here we go. I'm gonna give it. A nine and a half. Nine and a half. All right, I'll take it. I'm going to give it a solid nine. Good. I'll go in between nine and a quarter. Okay, good. <laughs> I was so pleased because, as I said before, as I used to, when I used to do actual cooking, I was getting like six out of ten. So uh, I thought I'd cake, no, <laughs> have to go back to cake because that's what I'm going to do. I was going to say, my sister is also a fan. She brings back your cake from Holy Shop. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. when I first tried it, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was when I fed the staff. Love it. Actually, so. not, not, near your new, not near your base now, though, in Park Royal. Yeah. No, Royal? She, she brought Royal? back to home. What yeah. is it? Is it Royal? Royal. <laughs> it sounds better. It does sound better. Okay, so I want us to start with basically tell me a bit about you guys. Tell me about how you started, what you were doing beforehand, that sort of thing. I don't know if you take it in turns, obviously podcasting yeah. is difficult because you can't speak over each other. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a bit about my background is right, I'm a I'm a classically trained chef. I used to work at the Ritz Hotel for five years. Did you? And during, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and during that time, I've you know, done all the various sections, worked there for a long time. Yeah. Boys were travelling, and then towards the end of the career at the Ritz, I was getting into fermentation, so I made kombucha, so mm. I did loads of other Do you make kimchi? Uh, yeah, we do make kimchi. Yeah. I, I started making kimchi just shy of leaving the Ritz. Mm. So that's where the kimchi... Uh, Love side as well, and, and, and the booch for the lads. I hate kombucha. Why? No, oh, it's good. It's just, what it, the elixir of life? How can you hate it? Tastes it tastes like, like, like vinegar. Oh, well, yeah, you, it's like an olive. Grab it seven times, and then you realise actually yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. No, sorry, disagree. Love kimchi. Love kombucha. Yeah. Like, maybe we've had a bad one. I don't know. It just feels like very. It's just like mm, no, not for me. Your right. your cherry kombucha. Loads of ice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Refresh. Do you know why that is? Because when something's that cold, you can't taste it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so no, not for me. But anyway, sorry, I I instructed you. Continue. No, no worries. <laughs> All right, um, 
Where was I? He was amazing chef. Yeah, amazing chef. So yeah, we let. I, well, yeah, towards, towards the end, the side, uh, the boys were travelling, but I suppose they'll talk to you about that side very soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was uh, I was working hard while they were bumming around. Yeah. And then <laughs> we uh, we linked up, and then I suppose I'll. Um, Did you I'll, know then? Yeah, yeah, I've known I've known Harry since what? I was probably like five. Yeah. So we went to the same school, same secondary school. Also, so we got so Connor's got an older brother called Ellis. Okay. I met Ellis when I was like six years old through playing for the local football team. So our families used to go on holiday. Oh, cute! So I was quite a kid, so no, yeah. like 24, 22 years, whatever. Okay. Uh, Best 22 years of Yeah. Ellis went primary school with James. Um, so you're all local, basically. Yeah, yeah, local all local Essex lads. Oh, I see. My mum's yeah. from Essex, technically. Really? Well, not really. She was born in Whitechapel, then moved to like, um, what's that bit of the, cin- the circle, the uh, central line? Wanstead. Wanstead. Um, and then somewhere that's the else. East. Like that's Red, the Red Bridge? Red no. Bridge, yeah. yeah. Red Bridge. Yeah. yeah. Like that is. So that's our like, oh, oh, well parents. Yeah. They were all East London. And yeah. They all sort of venture out to Essex. Mm. Tell their family. Have they all go off there? I see, I see. Yeah. So that's a roost. Yeah, they raise a nest. So yeah, um, and I've known Dobson since I was. So I knew, I knew Ellis. Ten? Must be ten. Yeah, yeah. Ellis came to our school around ten. Yeah, so I've known Dobson for like eight then. Okay, cool. So I've known them both for a very long time. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't work with my friends. It's difficult. They don't really see them as friends. Like, they're just like, you know. Oh, <laughs> I've just spent every day of my life yeah, with like, them Exactly. <laughs> no, it's more than friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so. Fair. Okay. Um, but I suppose I'll let them tell you about their, uh, their before, journey. No, before we move on, did you go to uni? No. I didn't go to. Oh no, I, well, I didn't go to uni, but I went to Westminster Kingsway College. And okay. Did three years there and uh, left of my uh, my diploma. Oh, okay. The and then from there, I went on to the Ritz. Oh, okay. But I did various like different stages in yeah. like, various restaurants oh, okay. around London, which was pretty cool. Hard work. Fucking well, hard work. Yeah. <laughs> and like, weird hours, right? Yeah, someone wants to do 90 hours a week, yeah. absolutely no social life, that is, that is, that is the fucking Please career. Please do that, yeah. yeah. You, you, you go do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's way more to life than that. Hmm. But I'm glad I've done it. Yeah. It like harvard my skills to do what I can do today, so Good I platform. the pros away from the cons. There was plenty of cons, but there was certainly nice pros as well. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, you learnt the skills. Yeah, exactly. Skillset mm. enough to put into the plant-based thing. Plant-based thing. I see. Go. Yeah, because I presume at the Ritz you were not doing vegan food. Oh my God, absolutely no. not. Okay. <laughs> like, if a vegan came in, I would be the first to like slay them. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, now, now look at me. Yeah. Are you vegan now? Yep. Fully? Yep. Oh, what done you? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Brainwashed. Uh, brainwashed it. They did yeah. brainwash it. That, so did you? Did you become vegan when you joined like cohorts? Yeah. Uh, so you started the business, didn't we? You went, went, quit your job, went veggie. Quit the job. Quit my job. Thirty first of October. No, I didn't quit my job. Left my job on the thirty first of October, two thousand eighteen. And then the business was registered that day, wasn't next it? Day, yeah. The next day. Amazing. And then I went veggie for like maybe three weeks. Yeah. And then, and then just, just like, went vegan straight into it. Vegan. Like I've got. I want to do something. I've got a really strong mindset that I can do mm. it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard, but it it, it, it was hard, but I done it. And um, you haven't looked back since. Haven't looked back well since. Well done. Yeah. I, I, I feel a lot better for it. That's for sure. Good. <laughs> good. Good. Right. Go on. So we're gonna start. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> me and Harry, we left school at sixteen. So oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. We were like just one chasing the So you did GCSEs and then quit. Yeah. GCSEs and quit. Yeah. I think yeah. I stayed for like six months in sixth form did that yeah just, i just wanted to have a title as a broker like i didn't care what it was i just wanted right. to be a broker like essex boy jordan belford that was kind of like <laughs> oh the ambition God. at 16. right okay. yeah we're from like Towery heartland so yeah like, growing up there it's like money design yeah. clothes yeah massive toshers okay <laughs> yeah so that was kind of the dream at 16. fair enough yeah. could have get into actual stockbroking at the time uh, so yeah too young surely well <laughs> Harry actually got got the job and stopped working at sixteen. I would have been fuming. Yeah, <laughs> it was quite funny. You actually, made, maintained friendship through that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I guess we worked together after. So when he said you quite funny little story, when when he went for that interview, we knew that he had the interview, and we were quite <laughs> like the smokers' corner at school. It was like it's really Harry, so we like put on this really posh voice and go. Hey, um, it's the stockbrokers here. <laughs> we're like, we'd like to say you've got the job. And we're like, I don't know if you knew. Well, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hear it at first. I was like, this sounds weird. Um, <laughs> not the job. But yeah, Harry got the job. I got a job in insurance broking. It's not quite the same. Close. It was close. <laughs> um, and then did that for three years. And then Harry was moving up. And Harry was like, one of our friends, does your younger cousin want a job in the mm. stockbrokers? And I'm like, I love it. 
Um, so yeah, then had two interviews, got the job there, and we did that for together like three, four years. God, you've really been in each other's pockets, haven't you? Yeah. yeah so working on equity limited so Literally, well, since we was in leather, we was in the same form class up until sixteen, and obviously outside of school, we was always with each other. And then yeah. Three years working with each other and travelling. I've each never liked someone that much, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, swear I, to God. I think it's just because we're pretty much the same people. Pisces, Pisces. Yeah. Yeah, they're very flat, they? Five days apart. Yeah. So. Um, Bath twins. So yeah, we did it. We did the Jordan Belford lifestyle for a few years. Right. You know, nice restaurants. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, Good lots view. of nightclubs and stuff. Yeah. Um, did you go to Sugar Hut? That's more Brentwood. We were. Brentwood. I went there a few times. Well, one nine five. Oh, fucking never. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think what, what faces. Obviously, faces. 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 No, I need to buy her faces. Move up. I, did, I do, but I never went there. Yeah, Essex is not my thing at all. I don't know if you can tell. I spent a lot of night in the Hollybush. I used to get dragged there by my friends because I have I, not now, but back in the day, they used to be a few of them were really into like the Essex night scene, the night mm. scene there. I used to be dragged there. Well, it's before when we were growing up. Well, well, when we were traveling, we were a bit like, I don't like Essex, you know. But so now, detaching myself from like, that. you can actually see it for like appreciate for what it is. A lot mm. of countryside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of kind of greenery to it, mm-hmm. which I feel like always working though. in London. It's nice to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's a bit of a stigma, isn't there? Yeah, a little bit. Do you still live there? Yeah. All of you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so yeah, you went, so then what happened? So we did it, and we, like, after a while, like, we didn't really look up to any of our senior brokers, mm. or didn't really want to do this for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was actually one night out. We weren't actually meant to go out this night. It was a club in Mayfair, but we went. And that night we decided that the following day we were going to quit to go travelling. Together. Yeah, together. You're like a married couple. Yeah. I know. <laughs> they are. So we went away into the sunset together. <laughs> we we got, decided to elope. <laughs> we got absolutely wasted, like really wasted. He lost his phone. I lost my phone off. Did you get robbed? No, that was another <laughs> night. So I lost my phone. Um, and my boss left 24 missed calls um, on my house. Why, why were you being wrong in the middle of the night? Well, no, it's it's the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed up to like six in the afternoon, oh, okay. like celebrating, like, oh my god, yes, we quit, we're going travelling. Right. And then finally went to bed. And then, like, we were asleep in his bed, and it's like his dad's calling. He's like, James, you've got to answer your phone. Your boss hates stop calling for like two hours. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it what made it worse that day that we were off was our company's polo event. So, oh, like, mid polo. Right, okay. The traders were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were the junior brokers, so we were, like, meant to cover the desk for them, oh, so they can go and have a good time. <laughs> you proper stitched. So we, yeah. But we stitched up the kid, so we went out because it was a guy called Bingo. It was his, <laughs> it was his birthday. And he was meant to be going polo the next day, but obviously because like we didn't turn up, he had to go to oh, work no. for it. He was hung over as he'd been out in the club. Oh, and it was his birthday. Yeah. You made yeah. everyone's day shit. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of had to um, start your own business because you were not going to get a good uh, recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <No. laughs> so we had, picked up the phone and boss was there and he was like, oh, James, where are you? I was like, probably a good time to tell you, but me and Harry are going to quit. And I could hear some of the other brokers in the, on the background just slamming their phones, like, Wee! like winding my boss up. Yeah. He's a lovely guy. That's just what it was like. Um, but, um, but yeah, hyper, like quick tempered. Mm. Um, so yeah, he was, he was like, well, come in on Monday, we'll have a chat. Came in on Monday, got called into the, uh, to the Scary. CEO's room. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, and yeah, <laughs> they gave us one more chance. It was like, you can stay if you want to stay. Yeah, they must have, you must have done a good job of they giving you a second chance. Yeah. Like, I've been there six years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my body was pissed off the CEO. He's like, Harry, you can go now. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need these last two minutes to get as much money as possible. We've got a credit card bill to pay. Go and yeah. go and mm. So how old were you then? 22. 22. Yeah. It's still so young, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. Yeah. Like, worked for six years in a career. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. I realised that it was like, no. That's brave though, I think, to have done yeah. that. Like that. Yeah, at that yeah. age, because I feel like you don't, I don't know, I, I think most, especially boys, like, get the money, get the money, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's very like... Yeah, it's it's like, like I think for, yeah. for us though, like, we started, when we was like 19, we started having like a bit of a spiritual awakening, mm. didn't really, wasn't interested in like money, mm. big houses, like we've realised it's like, you know, that stuff doesn't make you happy. Mm. So we was unhappy for a while, but we was comfortable, let's say we had good money, could go on holidays, blah, 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 but then mm. it just got to a point where it's like, we ain't happy, like we could do so much more of our lives. Yeah. Like, let's, play, let's just go travelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to hate like being there and looking out the window at Canary Wharf 
and like you'd only get like a what three weeks off a year mm. to like go and do it yourself mm-hmm. and that whole concept I was just like not I fucking do this for my whole life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even though probably now I'm looking I'm more than ever <laughs> just gonna say to you I was like, did but, you get any holiday now yeah, no, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's not like work it's yeah. totally different when and it's your own baby yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that you've cultivated so yeah so then we went travelling four weeks later we were in Cambodia right so we did Cambodia so wait, so, wait, so did you just do Southeast Asia no, so started off in Cambodia, did six weeks there with Connor's brother Ellis, he also came with us. Um, and then we spent a year in Australia. Oh, I did Australia. Did Didn't you? Didn't like it. No. Didn't like it. How long was you there for? Four months. Uh, no, not four months. Cool, you're the first person to ever say that they hate Australia. It's racist country. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Really racist but it's country. Like, if you, I feel like if it's a very beautiful place, and also obviously some very nice people. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not saying the people are all yeah. racist. I'm just saying the country is inherently racist. Yeah, no, and I will yeah. say that on the podcast. It's that It's because it's British, British. Oh, yeah, no, it's for, real, exactly. for real. We birthed Australia. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, so I just think it's a shame. I feel like... They have a real issue there with homelessness and it's all Aboriginal yeah, people. And yeah, I just think it's yeah. real and it's, it, it, it upset me a bit to see it. That's yeah, it's terrible. terrible. It's just, yeah. And like, we were there for Australia Day and like. Oh, another yeah. fuck's day. It's yeah, and like, it, it was, you could just see a very clear split in the like people there who half of them just didn't even understand, like, was all about Australia Day, sticking Australian flags on their faces and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the other people who were like deeply apologetic for how. Like treacherous, their history, their, the country's yeah. history is, and I just I don't know. I found it a bit jarring. Yeah, yeah. I did. The country's beautiful. I I, really, I did enjoy it, but there's a yeah. lot of like weirdos there as well. <laughs> it's yeah. so big. It's just Australia. Yeah. And like the middle bits are just weird, Empty. like weird, yeah. weird. We, we hitchhiked from um, Brisbane to no Cairns to Brisbane for mm-hmm. like two months. Fucking hell, like it's long. Seventeen hundred kilometers or something. Yeah, yeah. We met some great funny people doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could have got killed though. Oh, we could have got killed. Straw. straw. Straw, yeah. We like got this car. Because like, we was waiting, like, we had one, we had two rules. It was like, we'll never hitchhike after like 12 in the afternoon. And we'll never do it hungover. <laughs> so it was like hungover time, we would just stay another day. It's great. Yeah. Because we always saw people traveling, be like, oh, I'm loving this place. I want to stay, but I've got a coach tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that. And then um, <laughs> finally got taken. We've been to like um, Fraser Island and came back. We got, finally got to a place called Gimpy, which was like this random little town. Both our phones were nearly dying. <laughs> it was like getting dark. It was like, right, we've got to try and get picked up soon or find somewhere to stay. Mm. Then a car pulled up and like Dobson someone spoke to the guy. And usually it's always like a really quick chat, like, all right, where are you going? Yes, we hop in. Mm. And he was chatting for a while, like, what's going on? And he come back and he's like, yeah, he'll take us, but he's pretty fucked there. <laughs> and he was like, 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 what's the time? He's like, oh, fuck it, we'll just go for it. And I walk over, he's like, shotgun in the back. I'm like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> so, so the front, as soon as we get in the car, he's got like drawing pins all in the ceiling, different colours, spelling out his name Straub. And he's got like, he's got the biggest, I still know today, he's so a big avocado. Massive <laughs> avocado, massive orange. Comes in the back, he's got like, his whole life in the back. He's got like a, a window wire, he's like, don't even you overhead this. And then he's just like, at first he's just like celebrate, like reversing into a tree, driving the wrong way. Oh my god, like, why would you do that? Like, you know. But then well, after that, I'll be left on the yeah, industrial yeah, estate. In like middle of Australia, so like two of us can take our chances. Yeah. And then after a while, it was just hilarious and it was the best one we had. But first half hour was a bit scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but after that, like, we've gone to this day, yeah, it was hilarious. Well done for hitchhiking up there. We did get merged. Yeah, I'm not getting murdered. There's so yeah, many yeah. stories about yeah. people being like taken that. into the bush and that's Heard it. Heard about that a lot whilst hitchhiking. Right. Yeah. 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 But I with two guys, like we always, you know, we always got in the cars together. Yeah. And also we met like this young guy, I think he's from Canada. He had hitchhiked from Tasmania to Adelaide, all the whole way through the middle of Australia, hopped on like a plane to Alice Springs and then ended up in Darwin. And I was like, mate, that's fucking well inspiring. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get that again. Goals. Yeah, goals. Like, that's, that's travel, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that first time we walked out of Cairns, and we literally walked for like an hour and a half, like lugging our bags, like, oh my God, what have we done? And got to like the highway and the car stopped straight away. You're like, oh my God. Amazing. This is mm. sweet. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time to be doing that for though, with now a suitcase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But to be fair, that was, like, that was the best thing because mm. you realise actually most of the stuff you live with you don't actually need. Mm. It just clutters up your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, mm. We wore like, literally had like, a couple of pairs of shorts, handful of t-shirts, yeah. a pair of shoes and you're like, 
best times of your life. After the after I so I did it with my sister. I literally don't ever. I, I think we chucked all of our clothes from our trip in the bin. I was like, I never want to see these clothes again. <laughs> we weren't even gone for that long. I don't think it was four. I think it was only two months. We were like, no, never ever wearing any of this. All you do every day wearing the same thing, yeah. washing it, wearing it again. I was just like, that's great. It was that birthday. At least you were washing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you did Australia and then what? Did Australia, I did that, and then that's kind of where we had our main spiritual awakening. We met a shaman. Really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So we were sm- smoking um, spliff on, on the corner Schliff. of our hostel. <laughs> yeah. um, and where our hostel was, there was the Salvation Army at the top. Mm-hmm. So in Sydney especially, you get a lot, a lot of meth heads and stuff. So we like was walk low, sitting down and having a joint, this guy come over, like they usually do, go, can I have a bit of that? And I'm like, oh, I got it, mate. <laughs> he was like, is he in there? I don't know, but just let him have it. Mm. And it was like a guy with dreads. He had like a drawstring bag with loads of fruit on it, and he was like, oh, "Do you know why I've got loads of fruits and vegetables?" We were like, I "Don't know, you like, you like fruit and veg." <laughs> like, and then he was like, "No, I'm vegan. Do you know what vegan is?" And at that time, I kind of had a rough idea. Yeah. yeah. Coming from finance, vegan was never really in the no. in the view. Right. Um, and he started talking about uh, why he was vegan and like consuming. Uh, Animal products put bad energy within your body, mm. and then that just like planted the seeds and for, for us. Talking to trees and stuff. Talking to trees, and the it was the energy from a and the um, light energy from sprouts. Yeah, like it's like you can look up on Google. It's like a certain like a photon camera or something. I don't know what it is particularly, but you can see like the light energy from different foods, and like sprouts are like glowing white, like Jesus has just appeared, <laughs> and then like a bit of meat is just like nothing, just yeah, 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 just yeah, like yeah, yeah. energy coming from it. We was like, wow. And that's, that's why the seed, and then it was like near our birthdays, and there's a vegan girl in the hostel, and there's a vegetarian girl, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go veggie, see what it's like. Cause it's yeah. challenge. I tried going vegan before when I was like 19, but didn't stick it there. Mm-hmm. And he went pesky, and then. Um, it's really easy in Australia. Yeah. Oh, that's it. So literally, I didn't really, you're saying yes, I didn't eat fruit before, apart from the basic fruit, so I went to Australia, and it's just like, oh my yeah. God, it's fruit. It's like, tropical, mm. tropical fruit, fresh yeah. tropical fruit. Um, so yeah, then I went vegan shortly after when we was up in um, Darwin, we was working in the outback and it was like, and we've been... It was the most awkward time to go vegan. Yeah. <laughs> we got a job like literally in the outback in this small house with loads of like redneck guys from Darwin, like just barbecue central. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're not going to eat meat, you're not a real man. Yeah, there's loads of that. I'm trying to the chickpeas, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a beer though. <laughs> We were just cooking our peppers and our mushrooms with the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get there first. Found it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that guy sowed the seed for us to, yeah. to venture. Good for him, shout out to him. And then he, he told yeah. us, he was like, I'm the Sydney shaman, this is where you can find me, blah, blah, blah. And like, never been able to find him since. So we don't even know if he's a real person, we might have just been like, yeah. like, inter- interdimensional being just come, dropped in. You never know. So there's things called like star seeds, and a friend of mine told me a crazy story before about her sister was like, say, drowning in Indonesia by like these three supermodel looking like Swedish guy with bright blonde hair and as soon as they got to the beach turned around they were just gone. Okay. So right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. Who knows? Yeah. Right. So how did you get to Indonesia? Oh you're right, yeah. So yeah. after Australia, yeah. then it was Indonesia to Bali. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where we first tried tempeh. Yeah, same. Um, I love Bali. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? Yeah. We went, well, I went before, because um, you know now it's kind of like, I haven't been, but I'm, I think it is a bit more touristy now yeah, and a bit more like, yeah, and a bit more like, said main, mainstream. Yeah, <laughs> Not that a place yeah. can be mainstream, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think I went just before it got to that and it was such a, it was just such a nice yeah, place. Yeah, a great place. Yeah. <laughs> Want to go back? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like more untouched then. Yeah. Yeah, and just yeah. like easy. Yeah. You know, you just feel like everything's easy. It is very soft, chill. Then after like we were in Bali for a bit, then we went to Lombok, which people says like Bali like twenty years ago. Mm. That was like super hardly anyone there, mm. very remote. But for us, it's like after obviously we went to like vegan in Australia, then going to Indonesia. I think we went first. I we went to like a warung just to get food and we're yeah. like trying to figure out what's vegan. That's a restaurant. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heart on the side of the street. Yeah. Um, and then. You know, just like I sort of Googled, I knew about it, I never tried it, and it comes over, it's like, look, I it, like, what is this? 
and we tried it, I was like, wow, this stuff's actually banging. Yeah. But it wasn't like straight away we ate it, we were like, oh, we're going to make a tempeh business. But so we were really thinking about like starting a different food concept mm. we was working on, and we just like fell in love with Indonesia, like the surf culture. So that's what we realised everywhere where we were travelling, like where there's like a strong surf culture, it's like the best places to be, most chilled out, yeah, yeah, nice yeah. people, good food, mm-hmm. obviously near the beach. So it was always inspired by that. And then I'm um, just thinking about what we're going to do. But it's quite funny because obviously, did you go to Gili Tea when you went to Indonesia? Obviously, the right of passage had a mushroom shake and Gili Tea. So <laughs> we was riding our bikes down to Sunset Point. Mm-hmm. Just me and James. And Connor was obviously probably cooking up. Did about cooking up at 85 hour. Yeah. Like, you're riding down to Gili Tea. You were doing our mind, so like, we got there and it's like, obviously, so start feeling a bit mushroom. But there's a volcano there and it's like the most beautiful purple, ridiculous sunset you ever see. There's like a fire circle behind us, people drumming, we're like a great time. How good's life. And like the art the uh, the idea was thinking I was like creating a like a fusion cafe called Old Mates Deli. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, right, who's the only chef we know like a good chef like Connor? We're like, oh, I guess we'll get Connor to go vegan, he'll come help us. Yeah. Like, great, like yes, great idea, buzzing, loving it. And then and literally as we come well then Obviously, as we come back and started playing around making tempeh in James's garden, I think Connor just spending like more and more time with us in his days off, and actually ended up yeah. being vegan. So be careful what you wish for. Yeah. So you've kind of jumped a bit. Yeah. So you went you in Indonesia. You kind of had this moment. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, I wanna. Well, we, make tempeh. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we didn't, we didn't think about making tempeh no. there. Like, it was just like we were thinking about. You just needed something to do with food. Yeah, because we was going to start food businesses before, like before we left finance. Before, right. Yeah, we were yeah, going to start yeah. like a sushi burrito business called the Nori Story. Yeah. Good stuff. name. <laughs> yeah. And stuff like so. We always had a passion for food, and then like, like we realised, okay, like we definitely don't want to go into finance. Don't mm-hmm. really want to work in an office. What do we want to do? We love food. Blah blah blah. And passion obviously going and go vegan. You sort of feel like oh, I want to contribute to that mm-hmm. movement. Um, so yeah, we were just like going around and after Indonesia went to Vietnam, mm-hmm. amazing food there of course, and then went back to Cambodia, worked in Cambodia for a bit, and then when we came home... We must have gone for ages. Yeah, 16 months. 16 months. Oh yeah, it was a long time. Yeah, I was only meant to go for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we had nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then um, as we came back, we were like, all right, we're going to start this food business. So we started working for the Green Grill, our friends oh, yeah. Robbie and Joel started mm-hmm. that, so we just started working for them. But then we was like, nah, man, I'm going to go travelling again. Like, what are we doing? So it's like, right, we'll be superstar vegan bloggers. Hence, we got the tattoos. Um, and we actually went to Berlin on a work trip with the Green Grill. Yeah. And we got to try and love that place. We're like, we're going to live in Berlin. Let's quit our I love again. Berlin. Berlin's yeah, so, so yeah. we did the same. Come back, quit our jobs again with no plan. Um, and then we was like, actually realised, sort of, well, we sort of need a plan. Um, so one day we ate magic mushrooms again in James's, <laughs> James's back garden in Jabba. In the portal. In the portal. And yeah, and it was like, all right, you've got this vegan blog, you've done recipes, but you haven't done no tempeh recipes. So mm. I just wrote like a page of tempeh ideas. Yeah. One of them was tempeh ribs. So we went to the shop, got a block, block of tempeh, made this rib marinade, marinated it. And then I went to the pub to see my mates and it was like an Essex pub. So it's like typical Essex people. It's not like the target market, vegan market. <laughs> I went home to grab it to try some, and I was like, oh, this is really good, don't know if I'm just drunk or what. Took it to the pub, they were like, oh, this is all right, this is. This is all tastes like belly pool. <laughs> and we're like, bloody hell, it's onto one. And then we're like, all right, what do we do? And we're like, fuck, let's just try and make tempeh. Yeah. So on I have no idea how to do yeah, that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I've got a book, went on Amazon, of course, as you do, we've got us by the Sean Curleys. Um, <laughs> got an Amazon, like, tempeh book, and it's book called, like, The Book of Tempeh. Yeah. From, like, the 1980s, and looking oh, wow. through it, like, the first page, there's this passage, it's like, Tempeh can revolutionise fast food, like what yoghurt did to health movement. And I was like, wow, this, is never ha- this hasn't happened still in the UK, but we know like there's, you know, the trend towards like healthier eating, plant-based, mm-hmm. health, you know, eating food that's natural versus mm-hmm. highly processed. And it was like, after reading that, I was like, right, that's a massive sign, we've got to do this. So got an old fridge off Facebook. It's in, that, in this book, it tells you how to make an incubator. So we got an old fridge off Facebook, our friend John turned into an incubator. Oh. We put it in James's shed. Handy men. Yeah. yeah. Got around up all the friends. To be fair, so much help from friends when we first started. It's amazing. It's the um, only way to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we started making tempeh in James's back garden just with like a light as a heater. We didn't really know what we was doing. And then we found the guru online. And then that's where we went. All three of us went back to Indonesia. Oh, you did get to go in yeah. the Yeah, I got there eventually. You got there eventually. Got there eventually. Yeah. Good, so oh, when, please. When we, like, so when we had the, the fermenter, the small one, we started to do street food market. Okay. Yeah. So, did like, you? I didn't know yeah, that. Started, what were yeah. you trading as? I'll say anything. Club 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 yeah. Yeah. So when we first launched, we launched as a street food brand. Selling what? So, tempeh ribs, tempeh ribs, kimchi balls, balls, which was loaded fries. Why did I not know that? 
Yeah, well, it, we, when did we stop? Yeah, but yeah, so we did that, and then so when we when we did it, a lot of people were trying our tempo. Like, oh, I want this in my restaurant, mm. and then we were like, well, we can't make it in this small fridge. Right. Um, so then we found our tempo master, Amita, um, who taught us everything that we we know today. Wow. Yeah. So you've actually properly. Yeah. yeah. Papa Bean. Yeah. So, so before yeah. we used to be like, wow, this tempeh is amazing. Yeah. And then we went there and like, yeah. you know, we were serving the load of shoes. Really yeah. 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 Y
small business owners, although you guys are not really a small business. Are you still a small business? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're growing. Still got a small tech, like, we've just got to, yeah. just to get to. Yeah. Um, that it's very difficult to take any time off. Mm. So you surely have not been on holiday for a long time. No, I've left the country once since I started this business. I had to go to Barcelona for a day. <laughs> for one day? Yeah, literally. I went, I did, my brother and I went to watch some football. Yeah. It was like two, one night, sorry, two days. Mm. That's the only like, time, time left. Do you country. miss it? Um, yeah, obviously I'd like to go away. But after, as well, while traveling, I always said, I was like, I'm never going to go on a one week, two week holiday again. It's just pointless. If I want to go somewhere, I want to go for like a month or two. Really? Yeah. Mm. So it's like, I feel like, no, obviously we work really hard now. And like, especially England, I'd love to explore England more, but I don't, it's not like, oh, I need to go escape. I don't have that feeling of that. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, online, most people are like, for a two-week holiday, like, you know, that's the only time in their life where they're completely, or their work lives, they're completely free from that and actually can live their lives. Yeah. Whereas most of the time, people just sacrifice most of their lives doing a job they don't like for two, three weeks holiday, which is madness when you think about it. Yeah, that's I agree. what society's conditioned people to believe. Mm. So for me, obviously, it would be nice to take some time off. Um, and stuff like that. But now we're actually getting a bit more of a team. We will be getting to that stage, or, you know, yeah. rotate, right? And that's just three of us as well. It makes mm. it a bit easier to have mm. time off. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's the, I think the key is to be able to get the business to run without you well, having to be else. there. Yeah. Whilst working on your laptop. Yes, yeah. nomad life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when you got back to the UK, what were the like practical? So, you started making it in your garden <laughs> in a weird fridge contraption. Bridge, bridge to fridge. So, fridge. <laughs> and then Still when there. did Connor come into it? So, 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 so. Just like on my, on my, you, you came back, yeah. they was pissing around with temper. I remember the first going around to Dobson's the first try and they just, yeah. like, just fried me a piece, gave me a little bit of ketchup on the side. <laughs> and awesome. I was just like, yeah. I liked it. I wasn't like completely blown away by mm. it at the time. But I think it's because we was in the early stages and we like haven't hadn't nailed, I suppose, like the recipe mm. perfectly. But yeah, no. Um, the more I tried it, the more I liked it. The more I, the more I saw what could be done with it. And then on my days off, I just I'd like you know, long off the girlfriend as you would. <laughs> Come join the lads, have it off in the kitchens. Just Come join the vegans. Go join the vegans. <laughs> take, take the piss how shit how shit they looked. Did they, they convince you to quit? Or did you quit uh, I, 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 do you know what? Before they came back, I wanted to quit. I, want, I did want to quit regardless. Mm. I just didn't particularly knew what I wanted to do after I quit. Yeah, I was going through like a bit of a, a bit of a shit time, like personal life things like that, mm. and things started to deteriorate a little bit. I was getting a bit down, depressed. Mm. But when they two came up, it like I realised on my days off, I felt happier, like, way happier. Look what you did for him. So like, I, so like, so I, nice. I, I knew that. You know, it was always that industry that was doing that to me. It was like a dark entity almost. Just yeah. like latching all the time. Like on my days off, I just want to sleep, <laughs> didn't want to do anything, just like fucked basically. <laughs> and you know, as they said, like doing their probably 35 hours a week, and they like couldn't cut that. There was no <laughs> way I was going to stick at doing 90. Yeah. So, you know, eventually I, I knew I was going to quit. Didn't know what I was going to do. These two came back and then just sort of fell into it. Yeah. So it's like in kombucha. At the oh, yeah. same time, so it's making tempeh, so like, in the fridge, it's like, oh, they do something fermented. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put our ideas together. Mm. Whilst we were away, like, we always told everybody that was there, yeah. like, we, we were going to set up a vegan business. <laughs> like, we didn't know exactly what it was, but Speaking we was adamant that yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, yeah, right, for like, like now, like, yeah, it's probably like, oh, but yeah, so I did. I spoke to someone the other day, well, two people from last week. Uh, one of them was a girl called uh, Emily, who we met in Cambodia. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I just went to a restaurant in Bristol, saw you guys, name the menu, it's amazing to see. Aww. And I spoke to another girl, Catherine, who also met in Cambodia, and she was like, yeah, I remember you guys talking about it when you was there. And so That's really like, nice. Mm. Pat on the back. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's mad. But yeah, definitely, I think we just had that belief that, you know, we're going to do something with food, don't know what. And we know how to be happier people. We'd learn mm. about mindfulness and what was making us unhappy. So we knew how to become, we'd learn how to become better humans. Mm. And we knew it was like what we're worth as opposed to, you know, I'm not just going to go slave away for someone for nothing. We can actually go build something of our own, mm. create an impact on people. Mm. So I think, yeah, that was, that was sort of the going. Mm. Like, we didn't even realise we were like doing uh, Dr. Joe Dispenser yeah. of like, living your future in the now and then mm-hmm. it, like naturally manifesting to it right mm-hmm. then we didn't really know we were doing that but yeah. we were mm-hmm. and now that like, everything 
that comes our way business-wise, or even before it's come away, we'll just keep repeating it or talking about it. And yeah, it just, yeah, like, yeah. Keeps it alive. Oh, one hundred percent. that all. hundred percent believe in that. Yeah, like yeah. I speak things into existence all the time. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Do you remember? I, I so when I was trying to get new people for me to supply, and you, one of you, I don't know who I was talking to, sent me a list, and on the list was Attis. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then like the next day, Attis like emailed me. I didn't really? email them. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, there you go. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone, well, my listeners will probably know, but do you want to just describe for those who don't know what kind, what tempeh tastes like, what it's like? Well, it's a, it's a very, it's quite a neutral flavour. It's got like a, a very slight funk to it mm. from the um, from the bacteria, but it's it's very like umami, mushroomy. It's it's not a particularly overpowering flavour, and like I say, because it's blank, it takes flavours, marinades extremely well. Yeah. yeah. What's the difference? Well, so why would why would why should someone use your tempeh over tofu? Because uh, tempeh is uh, tofu's sexy older cousin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Well, tempeh, <laughs> people always ask like, what's the difference between tempeh and tofu? Mm. So tempeh, you take the bean, split it in half. Ferment, cook it, ferment it, makes tempeh. Yeah. With tofu, you like take the bean, blitz it up with water, extract the water, make the tofu from the water. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, and then they coagulate that, mm-hmm. and that's how they make tofu. So, but the difference is obviously tempeh is a lot, because people say, oh, I don't like tofu, it's a bit squidgy. Tempeh is very meaty, um. it's like supplement, very meaty and tasty. It's mm-hmm. like bites it. Yeah, tofu is a bit more heavily processed, yeah. tempeh is fermented, it's a lot more. Easy because it's obviously fermented, it's not easier for your body to digest. Yeah. Higher in nutrients, like 21 grams of protein, 100 no grams. No cholesterol. Yeah, so it ticks like boxes, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, if, you, if people try tofu not like this before, give tempeh a go. Cause yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like mushroom, so it says to me, it's like mushroomy, chickeny. I'd I say think it's quite nutty. I'd yeah, yeah, it's it's nutty. I'd say it's a lot more versatile as well. Not yeah. hating on tofu. I still love it. Yeah. yeah. No, I prefer tempeh by, by a long shot. Same yeah. as you. I only, the, only, the first time I tried it was in Bali. And then I came back and started... I think I found it... We found it in um, an Asian supermarket yeah. in the frozen block. And I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. We can do something with this. <laughs> um, Make it work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's why I'm constantly blown away by how versatile tempeh is and what dish you can make. Like mm. We used it in sashimi, ceviche. Mm-hmm. Customers use it in smoothies and desserts. Ooh, smoothies? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. Because like, also when you consume it raw, you get like a probiotic hit as well. Yeah. Um, and people obviously people usually put like protein powder in their smoothies so they can use less protein powder, mm-hmm. put a bit of tempeh in there. Yeah. It no. actually gives it like a really good creamy texture. I'm sure. I'm sure it does. Yeah. I'm sure it does. I'm not sure. Yeah. Put it yeah. In the cake. Yeah, I did, yeah. I we said we can make no, cookies. Yeah, yeah, you were saying. I'm or a tempeh bacon cookie. That's a good idea, isn't it? I think I think, yeah. think that's a good idea. Sort of <laughs> um, okay, so what's the average day like on the business? I mean, you're here today, slacking, a lot of you. <laughs> slacking today. But normally, on a normal day, what does it look like? Normal day. It's, we're all different days. The days are different because we're tempo making. It's like a four day process right, from okay. start to finish. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, on a, say on a Friday or Thursday, we'll grind our beans and then on Sunday, we'll put them on to soak. So some days are full on like a cook day, mm-hmm. which is today. So that'll be like eight to 12 hours of full on cooking. Yeah. Um, but on a day to day, it comes in, recently it's just, it's been pretty, pretty hectic. Yeah. To be honest, mm-hmm. like we've had to increase production by 50%. Bloody hell. Um, we've had to train new staff. Uh, we've had to audits at the same time. So it's been a lot of juggling, mm-hmm. um, but it's all part of the growth. Like yeah. I feel like over the last two months, we've grown so much as a business and as a team Yeah. yeah. Um, because we've had to give like our team more responsibility, which they've done amazing with. Um, so now it does start to feel like, like it's really progressing into like a big medium. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had our first team night out the other week. Oh, cute! Like, You've even got a big enough 
team for a team night out. Oh, yeah, okay. I love it. it. So much fun. Where did you go? Come Just a love shack. Love shack. Yeah, Thanks. of course. Yeah. That was our first ever customers. Oh, our nice. friends, friends own it, and it's like just such a great place. Yeah, day. no, I know it's this east, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely go. If you take a dog as well, you get a discount. Do you? I yeah. got my dog. Do- doggy discount. Oh, do we? Mm. Yeah. My dog would call, cause carnage, but I think maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, for an average day, it's hard to say. For like, obviously, we do different roles as well. Where my stuff is more like business development, getting leads, speaking to clients, all that delivery. So yeah. like, my stuff is like on the laptop or calls, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And just yeah, usually like block out hours for certain times. Yeah. Sort of, like, first four hours in the morning, like get new leads. Yeah. And like afternoons, sorting out orders. I need someone like, like you to work for me. Come on, borrow when you're out <laughs> um, and you what about you charge, charge of the food side yeah. so like I've got quite a few quite a few big projects coming up which I'm really focusing so, yeah. on so I just basically work from home normally I come in when I need to yeah. like to help and make sense. but most of the time just on my laptop or cooking mm-hmm. I've got like probably the most cushiest job known to, <laughs> known to man right now yeah and you um, head of production. Head of production. Head of technical now. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, on your LinkedIn. Yeah. 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 Head of production. He's a good one. Yeah. What are you doing, mate? LinkedIn's good. Yeah. But no, it's, it's head of yeah. Head, head of, of technical. You're hot. Head of technical. Now. Oh, um, it's funny though because kind of like fallen into like one thing I think we did very well at the very beginning. Yeah. It was like Harry, you're more yeah. sales focused. Connor's more food development. I because we made it in my back garden. Yeah. It was always me in charge of like the tempeh, checking the temperatures and all mm. that. I love it. Um, but it like naturally progressed into like towards the head of technical like Tortier and you know Roses all these big companies yeah. it's just like wow the, the job role has just evolved so yeah. much um, but when, you, you know that foundation at the beginning mm. yeah so it's like yeah it's been like incredible journey of growth mm. um, so yeah it's cool yeah people said to us yeah, make sure you got clear job roles from the beginning yeah that's what it's looked like I've got really good advice from mentors or like my brother-in-law's friends helped us set up the business mm. and then like Brandon gave us guidance on like building the brand and like what you're actually going to do so yeah call it a tempire that's <laughs> also good I like yeah. it yeah. my brother-in-law's yeah. Yeah. Like, who's like he's uh, he works for Lab Bible now but basically he was saying look don't just think about tempo, you can be anything, boys. True. And True. I was like, wow, we can't be anything. Definitely. Club, yeah. yeah. club culture. Well, actually, originally, we were going call it Culture Club. Um, and on that same day, we, um, and then we realised we couldn't because of like trademark issues. And then right. on the same day, we lost like our biggest batch ever in the fridge, in Bridge to Fridge. So I was like at home, like, on the verge of like, having a breakdown. Oh, no. And Dobbs said, I think it was in the market somewhere. And I was like, oh, no, what are we going to do? And then I spoke to my Nathan, he's like, oh, just turn it around, call it Club, club Culture. culture. <laughs> <laughs> that is like thing like yeah, it was meant so to be the Instagram handle was free the web domain was free everything yeah. was free yeah 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 and then we yeah. got we got a brand designed on 99 designs but okay. we had no money when we started like we had minimal funds yeah um, I was working as a hottie yeah in terms of what does that mean like a bricklayer's bitch so you like <laughs> You like oh, get, no. get you bricks, bricks from a pallet. It's full of like, money. That job has now enabled me to, you know, lift tons of beans throughout the like, <laughs> oh, week. Okay, so you know, like <laughs> giving me the technique to right. hold bricks in the corner. You know when people do, um, apply to jobs and you and you've done like years in like retail and it's got nothing to do with what you're trying to do and you're like trying to twist it to make it sound like it's really helped you that sounds like you're doing that yeah. <laughs> I was a bricklayer and actually well, it really it we were like just office boys like yeah. and then we went to Australia and we were working labourers yeah. and I remember yeah, our first yeah. job was a labourer and I'm like mate, I can't do this I'm going back <laughs> in the office I threw a proper strop yeah. and then I stopped with it the train though <laughs> what in Australia but no it's good because it showed me labour and like a different aspect of work it's not just I love that he throws his toys out of the pram when he a double wobbler oh I like it a double wobbler it's a brand you've come up with great you've come up with a load of great names yeah that's what we get 21 the tempo it's a vegan lifestyle we are pun pun heavy you are very pun heavy I'm here for it um, okay, so what what motivates you? Life. What motivates me? It's quite a hard question. Yeah. I don't know what people. I don't know why. I mean, for us, like we've always got the ambition, like for tempo wise, is to make it the number one protein. I yeah. think there's so much potential for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Hit me with some stats because I actually don't know protein stats for tempo. Like tempeh. compare what's compare. Well, it's 21 grams of protein. Chicken is like 23 grams. I think. Okay. But obviously, it comes with. Uh, 
chicken's got no fiber, mm. whereas tempeh is full of fiber, which is all the prebiotics, which is like the food for your gut bacteria. Yeah. Um, tofu is like similar amount, a little bit less protein. I don't know. I don't really eat tofu. I think last one's like nineteen. Got a lot of tofu, man. Okay. I just made one that Harry said. Pumpkin seeds are like the highest. That's something ridiculous. Really? Yeah, the highest mm. protein in seeds. Yeah. Like is it because I don't? I don't know. Like Harry said, you, you can make like... tempeh of any nut, legume, seed, legume. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't just have to be soy. Really? Yeah. You can even like make potato if you really want it. Didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So do you, you use soy beans? Though, yeah, right? yeah, that's like the OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. So that's why I was asking about tofu because I know it's like the you yeah, called yeah. it the sexy younger cousin, older well, cousin, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Younger. Whereas I feel like it's their their arch enemies. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are because it's like who's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 tempo is actually found in the process, apparently, in Java, mm. over 2,000 years ago, in the process of making tofu. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they dropped the spores, someone on a leaf. Someone threw out the, the pulp. So you're saying like, they make tofu yeah. from the milk, so yeah. the pulp's called Akara. Okay. And someone threw out the Akara, and then like natural spores fell off the tree. And obviously, because the, tempe- the temperature we ferment, the tempeh is like the natural climate in Indonesia, so some brave soul come along and was like, you know what, I'm gonna eat this funky looking fermented beans over here. Covered in mold. Covered in mold, yeah. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. So yeah, props to that person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, that's how it started. Yeah. Huh. There you go. It's a bit around the same time, but yeah, tempeh definitely has and has the limelight as tofu has. No. no. So with, uh, with three hippies, we're trying to make that change. Yeah. Oh, you actually call yourself hippie? Well, I'll say we're hippie-ish. Okay. Yeah. Hippie traits. Yeah. Hippie traits. Yeah. Well, when we come back, yeah, my mum used to call us swampy. It <laughs> was like this activist who lives at the forest. I was like, who the fuck swampy? She's like, this guy. Like, it sounds like a legend. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Greg. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah we definitely, if you saw what we was like before, mm-hmm. we're definitely probably classed as hippies now. Were you like typical Essex? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I can't even imagine it. These so, like, two had like the latest club of. Probably known, not known to anyone. All the yeah. Gucci, all the Prada. Oh my god. Yeah, nice watches. Fair play to you. Yeah, yeah we, was, we was deep into it. <laughs> um, okay, so the goal is to basically, you, you, want, you want Tempe to yeah, be there. And also, I think it's like, yeah, definitely make that like number one protein, but more as well, like saying, like the club, the reason the club is like, you know, the world's sort of in the connection between humans and stuff, it's pretty in a dire strait that. There's a lot of unhappy, unhealthy mm-hmm. people in the world, and it doesn't have to be like that. It's just mm-hmm. the way society is set up at the moment. You know, if you look at how much technology has increased over like, the last forty years, you see like exactly the same increase in like suicides of all ages, mm-hmm. and that's because that isn't conducive to how human beings, because we are animals at the end of the day, so far removed from how how we should be living. So yeah, yeah. we just want to try and inspire a way of living that's like you know, community focus, togetherness, yeah. more in tune with nature. And to realise, you know, we all deserve to thrive. It's not like, you know, you shouldn't live the most of your life unhappy. Mm. You should be happy. Obviously, you know, we're humans, so you have a full range of emotions, but but trying to help people to get to that stage to realise, you know, together we thrive. I like that. Put it on your your business card. (laughs) It's slightly long, but yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so do you have any advice for anyone thinking about quitting their nine-to-five? Do it. Yeah, yeah. It's not I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah, you say do it, but then, like, at the same time, you got to think, can I afford to do it? Have I got the, have I got the support? Because, like you said, mm. like, your friends help, yeah. family can help, yeah. you've got yeah. that amazing, but if you've got that and you've, and you've got the courage to do it, I say fucking do it as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm team do it. It's never going to be, you know, don't ever think it's going to be easy. No, no. It's going to be hard, harder than you can ever imagine. Mm. You got to work harder than you ever imagine. But like I was saying, it doesn't feel like work because no. we're doing it for ourselves, right? And like something bigger than us. Yeah, but it's satisfying, isn't oh, it? Yeah, to it see is, yeah. like your own thing. Yeah. It's our baby. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your baby. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like you're totally different. Like when you work with someone else, you look at you're always clock watching and stuff. Yes. Like yeah. if you love your job, it's not enough it's your concept. No, for real. <laughs> yeah. The other day I came home, I've been super busy recently. Like this is my first week where I've been less busy. Last week I came home and I literally said to my sister, I was like, you know that saying where people are like, oh, Beyonce's got 24 hours in the day. I was like, they need to change it to Amy. Amy said, Amy's got 24 hours in the day. Because I literally, like, I was working so hard. Um, and I just felt like, you know, you just think I'm actually doing the most of my time. I'm actually doing the most and I'm not, it's stressful, but it's like worth it. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. So, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. Rome won't build in a day. No, exactly. You have to hustle exactly. for it. 
Exactly. But, but yeah, well, we were very lucky because we still lived at home with our parents mm. when we first started. So and we now. Yeah. Um, That's so, I mean question. Yeah. We were lucky to do it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, you know, not everyone is in that, no, in that situation. But I'd always say to you, if you're, you know, you wake up every day and dreading your job, you should find a career that's going to be happy. Because mm. one, even if you take a pay cut, because you're going to be happier, your energy is going to be different, you're going to get better opportunities. Yeah, it's very hard for people to understand that. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing, just like, you know, obviously they've got bills at the end of the month, like, I've got to yeah. pay that, I've got to pay that. But also, it's like, it's just, you've got to get one life in this body, you don't mm. want to waste it, to get old and be like, I think, what would I do? Yeah, I think food's really easy, it's probably the easiest ones to get a foot in the door. Like for us to get that foot in the door was working with the Green Grill. Yeah. And that automatically got us away into the vegan scene, yeah. to, uh, networking, get to know everyone. Oh yeah, networking's so important, isn't it? Started the vegan blog, Full Blown Vegans, uh, you know, like yeah. we're doing that. And it was just to get ourselves out there, even yeah. though culture wasn't fully formulated, but... It was brewing. Yeah, it was brewing. Yeah, it was brewing. Yeah, it was exactly. It was fermenting. Love it, Harry. I realised, you know, just chasing money doesn't make you happy. Mm. And like being of service is what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Obviously, for us, we're all vegan. We never really like say we're vegan, even though we have a vegan tattoo. We just, we, we, just, <laughs> we just make it. But you're only vegan. Even though we're branded on our yeah. hands. <laughs> we just like make good food for the people. Yeah. Um, and for us, like, obviously, we're passionate about planet and animals, and so that sort of drives us as well. But then it's like, you know, don't want to be branded just as a tempo business. Mm. So now we've got to focus on, on that now, because now we've got a bit more time to step back from like, the everyday running a bit. So mm. much in the trenches, you feel like, actually, you know, like, we need to focus on this, make sure our message is strong on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that's good. I think the thing about not being driven by money is it's so hard to get out of that mindset in this country, in the Western, yeah. in the Western world in general. <coughs> Yeah, and, and there's always going to be someone earning more money. Yeah, that's the that's the mm, thing. So. I like I find, I, yeah, it takes a certain type of person. I feel like I've always I've never really been that type of person. Like from as soon as I started my career, I was never paid well ever. Yeah. And because I never ever earned that much money, doing this wasn't like oh I'm not going to earn any money. I was just like it's just my normal life. Yeah. <laughs> I never I've never earned that much money. And like all my friends, they all had like got into really good jobs and were earning a lot and. They still are, obviously still earn a lot more than me, but I'm just like never ever. Yeah. You might be a lot happier than them. Yeah, like I do what I want to do every day. Well, yeah. I mean, I say that, but I am here more with, than with, within reason. Within reason, yeah. I did, I did take a day off yesterday, which was quite nice. Yeah. But yeah, you deserve it. I do, I do, I do deserve it. You're right. Boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So last bit. Uh, what are your aspirations for Club Cultured moving forward? Change the world. Changing the world, yeah. this is a big aspiration. Well, I don't think all of us, like, you know, it's like, why aim for something small? Mm. And like, even if we don't change the world, but you know, have a stretch goal, get a stretch goal, or step, take steps towards it, you're going to end up in a, a place where you're having impact on a macro scale. Mm. I suppose if we just think, oh yeah, we just want to sell tempeh to restaurants in the UK, it's like, yeah, we're saving lots of animals, but I feel like we've got a brand that has an opportunity, has a voice to really connect with loads of people, mm -hmm. worldwide as well. Yeah. Um, with what other stuff we want to do, so. Yeah. Yeah, for us. Like, like Harry said, we've not limited ourselves to what we can do in our beliefs. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we all agree that our, our purposes are all very much in line with what we want to do with club culture, that's for sure. Okay. Good. All right, well, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow you on Instagram. Yeah, and if you never try Tempe, give it a try. Mm -hmm. Let's know what you think. Nick, where can they find your Tempe? Uh, Let's say hit us with some brands. So, tortilla, they use it in a chili and carne. Roses have got a banging tempe curry and some summer rolls. Um, work with lots of vegan independent cafes like Love Shack, Black Cat. Um, if you're in Bristol, Pizza Rover. Companies that have got Botanica in Cheltenham. We're in Scotland, Scotland now. now. Oh, yeah. wow. Leeds. Uh, UK wide. In a couple of weeks, we've got our biggest announcement today. Yeah. So, uh, stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> right, cool. So, to finish off, I'm going to do quick fire round. <laughs> Normally, I do like ten, but there's three of you, so we'll be here all day. So, you're going to have three. You're going to have three each. So, we'll start with you, Connie. You ready? Right, quick fire. Because nobody seems to understand what quick fire is. <laughs> yeah, just go. Just it. answer the question. I don't need you to like think about it too much. No all right. Problems. What did you have for breakfast? Uh, a pair of lips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> My ears. Okay. Favorite travel. <laughs> favorite travel. Favorite travel destination. Uh, definitely Indonesia. Cool. And sweet or savory? Oh, definitely savory. Really? Me too. Um, <laughs> last restaurant you went to? 
Quick fire, James. Yeah. Um, roses. Roses. Okay, cool. Yeah. Favourite way, favorite way to eat tempeh? Oh, um, I quite like it fried. A bit of salt. Simple just, diet. Just plain? That's how we like test, test it. Oh, okay. Test, test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Also, I'm not a chefy. I'm okay. a bit of a mother's boy. <laughs> and uh, also, and Connor's like an amazing chef, so... Yeah, fair enough. Basically. Um, tea or coffee? Coffee. Yeah, good answer. Three things you have in the fridge. English mustard. Yeah. Tempeh. Yeah. Hummus. Oh, similar to my fridge. Um, alcoholic beverage of choice. On oh, different occasions, got to go for different beverages. If I'm out of a cocktail bar, espresso martini, mm-hmm. or an amaretto sour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If we don't, if it's coming home, just a nice <laughs> if it's cra- coming home, craft IPA. <laughs> Or if we're in Cambodia on the island, it was uh, a Captain uh, Sunflower, which is Captain mm. Morgan's ginger ale and fresh wine. Oh, nice! You're right. No one understands his quick fire. But I mean, that was that was all right. Yeah. <laughs> kept it snappy-ish. Starter or dessert? Starter. Good. Okay. Cool. Well. Thank you, thank you, boys, thank you. for coming. Oh yeah, cool. You can thank take that home with you. Oh, we will. Yeah. Another right. punch up outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that is at Club Cultured, isn't it? Yeah. Right. That is cool. us. On Instagram. Um, hit them up. Try the try yeah. the tempeh. And if you've got a food business and you want to try some, we can send you a sample. So slide in the DMs. There's samples available. Yeah. Right. Cool. Okay. Say bye. 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 Thank you. Peace.